0: back to another episode of Riding the Wall. Um, I'm Chad. And I'm Justin. And we are your undisputed tag team champions of the podcast world. So what are we going to talk about this week? Uh, we talk
1: about the all-star race. Yeah, But first, let let's. did you have a good week?
0: Not bad. I've been busy. Yeah? Yeah. I about yourself? A, I had a decent week. I mean, it was okay, but uh, I think, what was it, Monday? Monday I had to have a little moment of silence. Um, got a Date circled on my calendar every year because uh, a well-known person that we both liked in the past passed away 12 years ago this past Monday, and that would be the Macho Man Randy Savage. So he passed away 12 years ago, and then um, Owen Hart passed away. Was it 20? Oh my gosh!
1: Yeah, it's been a minute. It's.
0: This is being recorded on Wednesday. What is today? March twenty-fourth. Twenty-fourth. Yeah, he died on the twenty-third of March in ninety-nine. So that's twenty-four years ago. It don't seem like that long ago. I remember watching that yeah, live. Yeah, we well, was
1: but, watching it live what it happened.
0: Yeah. So for everybody out there listening, we are old school wrestling fans. We love to talk about wrestling. We love to watch the old school wrestling because that's the real good wrestling. Um, yeah. Today's stuff just ain't quite cutting it, but um, it's okay. But the old school is better, and the Macho Man was back then. So
1: yeah. So if anybody's out there drinking. Listen to the podcast. Look up and give them a big oh yeah. Oh yeah.
0: Um, But other than that, I had a pretty good week. Um, Pretty busy. My normal stuff. But um,
1: it's been pretty pretty nice out, you know, this whole week here in southern Indiana. No rain yet. Oh, the weather's beautiful. It's just perfect. You know, it's a lot of... uh, What are we, low 80s? Yeah, yeah, low 80s, sunny. I mean, get a little breeze here and there, but I mean... I've been, you know, throwing beers and drinking cornhole all week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the evening times. Oh, good, good. Yeah, so
0: get that practice in for Bristol. That's what I need to be doing. Yeah, I need to be.
1: That's exactly what made me think of that because we're the undisputed cornhole champions down there. We are, and, and we left gonna... there last year undefeated. And, and we're going to back it up this year. If anybody wants to come up and catch Chad and myself. Talk uh, some shit, drink yeah. some beer, and get beaten cornhole. Absolutely, we'll be glad happy to oblige. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you happen to watch
0: this uh, All Star race? No, no, I told. Uh, That's on know, that FS1. Yeah, it's on FS1. I so, so I don't,
1: that. I don't get FS1, but I caught the highlights on my phone and stuff like that. I was, you know, big round of applause to Kyle Larson. I mean, he's. He dominated i mean he had he like a it. five second lead on second place when he crossed the checkers and uh, i mean he, he's that kind of he's that kind of driver that you know you put these guys out there on track it ain't been raced in 30 years and he goes out there and wins it you know what i mean because he, he is that kind of driver that's where i was going was you can put him in a car and he's gonna drive it he don't He don't need to have the experience on the track or in the car. He'll figure out how to get around there the fastest. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he uh, swept the
1: weekend, didn't
0: he? He won the truck race, won the uh, cup race. Uh, It's a pretty good race. Um,
1: Million dollars richer.
0: Yeah, like he needed it. But, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I guess everybody can use an extra million. I know I could. Yeah. Um, Let's see. We had, what was I going to talk about as far as this
1: race goes? I, uh, I, I, go ahead. Let me touch on one thing real okay, quick. Yeah, go it, ahead. It's the only touch point that I wanted to touch on because even not watching the race in real time, it spoke volumes to me. Uh oh, that ought to be good. And it was Noah Gregson getting the fan vote into the All Star race. You know, Noah is a semi popular driver, I guess you'd say. He kind of middle yes. of the pack, mm-hmm. but. I feel like with that confrontation with Ross Chastain happening very recently mm-hmm. that's why the fans spoke and voted him in there because they were happy. I I feel like they that was a pat on the back to that young man. Yeah. To saying good job, you know, way to stand up to him, way to go after him. Yeah, so his... it kind of made me feel like the NASCAR fan base was saying we think Ross needs his ass whipped. Yeah, you know? he needs that punch in the <laughs> face like he was going to give it to him. <laughs> and I think you're exactly right, you know.
0: Um, and had he actually connected with a punch to Ross Chastain right in the face, I think uh, I think he would have had even more fan votes. He would have just been a runaway winner with that. I mean, I don't know how many votes he well, had I mean, won he by. Did, but
1: he, he didn't get voted in for his haircut uh, that's true We know that so it had to be <laughs> it had to be something it, and you know i mean no Noah, no was a young man he's he's new to the cup series um so this ain't a dig at him whatsoever about not winning any races yet because he will in the future yeah. i have faith that he will um i don't know when but i feel like he's got the talent that he he'll eventually be first one across that line but so he's not getting voted in on wins. He's not getting voted in for his haircut. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he just got to rely on talent. <laughs> I mean, the only the only thing he could have been voted in for to me was by the fans was for going after Ross Chastain. Yeah. And that that spoke volumes. when I seen that that he was the one that got voted in, you know, that that spoke volumes to me. Yeah, it, I agree with that. Um
0: I was kind of disappointed. I wanted, I I thought maybe Corey LaJoy was going to get voted in, because he's he's a pretty popular person, Yeah, you know, I mean, he's, I I listen to his podcast a little bit, uh, and uh, he's on the Sirius XM every Tuesday, I listen to that sometimes, Um, I don't listen to it a whole lot on Tuesdays, but other days that I I do listen to it, but he's not on there those days, but uh, he's a pretty popular guy, He's, he's pretty down to earth, level headed, you know, he's just one of us, just. Just a good old boy out there racing cars, you know, and that's... Never
1: been in no harm. Right. And
0: uh, so I thought he was going to get it. But, um...
1: And you know what? I mean, we'll see who goes after Ross next year, two weeks before the (laughs) r race. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, you want to get in that race? Just go punch (laughs) Ross in the face.
0: (laughs) That'll do it. But the race itself was a pretty good race, I thought. You know, I've heard a lot of people saying that it was a boring race. It was dull, there was no action, blah, 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 I thought it was a great race, you know, I mean, just because one guy nailed the setup, or one team nailed the setup, I mean, you got the best driver out there and the best equipment, there's a lot of things pointing to the fact that he's probably going to run away with this thing, you know, and considering it's a track that none of those guys have raced on, you know, the sim, they're in the sim, I don't think that's... That's good practice, but it's not.
1: It's not real practice. Exactly. It's um, nothing. Nothing compares to track time. Period. You right. Know? Right. And
0: so to see Larson run away with a race like that, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, I think it just kind of speaks volumes to how much the crew chief did his homework, how much that driver did their homework. Well,
1: and, and they you, really
0: wanted to win that race. Right, and, but you've
1: yeah. also got one of the top three best willman in that car speaking mm-hmm. of kyle larson mm-hmm. you got one of the top three wheelmen driving that car you got his boss who won the last race there not only the last race there he won multiple races there so you know i'm sure jeff gordon is who i'm talking about i'm sure jeff gave him all the insight that he could yeah and as well as william byron and uh, chase elliott and josh barry Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure that Jeff, I assume Jeff probably spoke with every one of them young men about this track. And, uh, you know, it's just with that team, just like Chad said, you know, that with that team and that equipment and the people that support that team, it was almost, you could almost call it before the race even happened. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I didn't expect him to win by that much, but seeing Kyle Larson go out and win doesn't surprise me at all. Right. You know, he's one of them guys that it doesn't matter where we race at, he's going to be one of the favorites, you know, him.
1: He's going to be a contender for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you've yeah. got a handful of guys out there that are especially a lot of these older guys that have been to these tracks numerous times, you know, the Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick's, Joey Logano's. They're going to be favorites or not necessarily favorites, but they're going to be in the top 5 favorites to win almost everywhere you go and now larson has proven that he's a road course racer he he hasn't really proved anything on bristol dirt but we know he's a dirt racer you know so i mean he can do everything so anywhere we go he's going to be a favorite to win so it doesn't really surprise me that he wins by
1: five seconds
0: yeah five seconds on a short track so i thought that was pretty pretty impressive of that young man, so.
1: And you know what? Something else that we don't know as fans is, I mean, I know they was it wasn't a huge race; it wasn't a long race or nothing like that. It wasn't a lot of pit stops and and so on and so forth. But you know, this it's even more vital that when you do have less pit stops in a shorter race, it's more vital that that communication between that crew chief and that driver is so spot on and i think kyle just from his experience in in the nascar series and i'm talking xfinity truck and cup on top of his dirt track experience of saying this is what my car needs because i feel like he 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 feels everything in that car so to me communication as much as anything is winning these races like this if he can take that one pit stop that you get and say, this is what my car needs, it gets understood a lot easier from his pit team, you know, on yeah. how, to set, how to fit that car to him if he can't make it right. himself fit to the car. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think just being an experienced driver and having the communication that none of us fans hear is key yeah and and that's where racing five nights a
0: week is really helping this guy out because he can feel he feels every pebble that that car runs over you know and he knows if that's throwing that car off he knows if that's helping that car just by feeling and then just a few moments later he knows and then he's relaying that back to the crew chief and then having that good relation with that crew chief you know so crew chief like you said he knows what he's saying so he's already jotting it down got it going and they can get him fixed up and get him right back out there to to dominate a race so get used to it people
1: right we're gonna be seeing larson
0: doing that a lot
1: yeah absolutely and and you know i mean shout the best man should win you know Mm -hmm. and that's how i look at it you know i don't i we've all got our favorites and and things like that but the most the hardest workers who should win that race you know, what and I don't just mean the person in the driver's seat, I mean when I say team, I mean team because you got a whole crew of people behind the scenes. Yeah, it's not just the driver. Right.
0: <clears throat> so with all that said and now that Wilkes Burrow's in the rearview mirror what do we do next year? Do we keep it on the schedule? What uh, what's your thoughts? I on say that?
1: I say put it on the schedule but as a points race. Just like I said. The past, the previous weeks, you know, put it on there as a, as a points race. Yeah. And maybe we get another track, rocking and rolling like Rockingham. Mm-hmm. And we do the All Star race there, and the, the year after that, it gets put on the circuit. Yeah. I and like maybe take, that. maybe add one of them, and take it away. Take away a Phoenix or take away a. You know, a track that we race multiple times like that, except for Talladega, Daytona, and Bristol. I yeah. say you leave them three, let them three race twice a year, and yeah. start chipping away at some of these other tracks. Yeah, it's uh, Pocono, and uh, Phoenix, and Kansas, and stuff like that. Yeah,
0: I think, um, I've never been excited about a Pocono race. Um, I think the track is obviously unique as, as any other track, but... Well, it's probably one of the most unique tracks, but something about Pocono, I just, I can't get excited for a Pocono race.
1: Right. Um, I'm okay racing them once a year, but I don't, I don't think right. we do it twice right. a year. Right. Once a year is, is fine. Twice a year, it's, eh, gosh. It, yeah. It
0: kind of hurts. So, taking one away from Pocono, I would be fine or, with or that. Or
1: maybe, you know, I don't know how this Chicago Street race is going to go this year. I'm excited to see how it's going to go, but... If it doesn't pan out, cut it off the circuit and put North Wilkesboro in. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: I think um, if the Chicago street race doesn't work out, I think NASCAR is kind of in a predicament just because they've gone away from Chicagoland Speedway. It's just sitting out there in a field doing nothing now, and they're going to the street race, so they're trying to keep the Chicago... um, The fans in Chicago, can't think of the right word that I'm looking for right
1: now. The fan base. Yeah, the fan base
0: in and around Chicago. They're trying to keep them with a, what was that, a motorcycle? I
1: don't know. I
0: hear something. I don't know if that's an airplane flying low. Anyway, yeah, they're trying to keep the Chicago fan base with a race there. So if the street race don't go very well, it's kind of a predicament for the the schedule makers of NASCAR. So I I'm, I'm with you though. I would love to see North Wilkesboro and Rockingham in in the place of a couple of these tracks that we go to. Yep. And I was at one point I was saying before the Kansas race this year I was saying let's just get rid of one of the Kansas um, dates. But they put on a hell of a race. So yeah. That was they, they the make, most entertaining race so far this year.
1: Right, I mean it. It is a good race, but I'm just talking about some of these that we hit twice, you know. Yeah. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't even be opposed to some of the races that we hit twice. Cut one of them, and do a second dirt race at Eldora. You know. <laughs> I would love that. I would love that. That'd, That'd be, be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, you know, I mean, Illinois is a big dirt racing state too. You that's know? true. So let's just pull the asphalt off Chicago land. And I'm good with that. Make it a mile and a half dirt. Absolutely. Shit. How awesome would that be? That'd be freaking sweet. Yeah. See, it's just ideas constantly, twenty four seven in yeah. this head. You know, I mean, it, <laughs> they don't go away. Some of them, I'm afraid to know what they are. But well, we... so...
0: yeah, <laughs> that's another show. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the the heat races went pretty good i mean you know they were heat races, nothing too exciting but i liked i liked the format you know i really enjoyed the format of this all-star race and that was one of the big things leading up to it that, that got it so much hype was the format and it, it worked out like they thought it would at least in my opinion so uh the heat races the open race was pretty good Uh, Josh Berry wins, Ty Gibbs finishes second, which is kind of the top two that we thought would probably be there, you know, not necessarily in that order, but those two would take the top two spots. Ty Gibbs finally getting a little dust up in that open race. Did you see that? He did. He got into it with Michael McDowell.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I did. I did see that. A couple of times.
0: I guess uh, they tried to, I guess Ty Gibbs was getting around McDowell and McDowell kind of uh, pulled a Newman, kind of made his car a little bit wide, tough to, to pass. And I think it was going at three wide right there. There was. I was going to say, who
1: was the third person in that? Was it was it Larson?
0: No. Uh, I don't remember. I'm thinking him For some reason, I'm thinking LaJoy, but I don't know if that's right. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm just seeing the seven in my head, but I don't know if that's right. I do know it was Ty Gibbs on the, on the inside. He was trying to get around trying to go around both of those cars because they were both racing for position and slower than Gibbs was but uh, McDowell happened to be in the middle and he's the one that got he's the one that uh, got the worst end of it because right. Gibbs come out and then he spun and got up into the wall and uh, probably broke a toe link I don't know exactly what happened there but I caught the end of the, the race and I could see McDowell just going around he looked Squirrely as hell trying to keep the car straight and he was doing a pretty good job considering what that car was how it was driving and what it looked like i mean he just looked like he was driving on ice the I, whole time. M- I
1: remember there at the end when they was talking to him and he said somebody's gonna walk away unhappy yeah you know and mcdowell is you know a big time christian you know he he gets his feathers ruffled sometimes but he never gets carried away um
0: but he has been known to throw some hands from time right. to right
1: well i mean that you have to yeah you know i mean just the way it goes yeah
0: but uh, a little bit later in the race after that happened uh, gibbs was coming back around and was going to put a lap on him and mcdowell pushed him down into the inside wall so i thought that was that's pretty good i like that that's the kind of payback i like to see you know just enough to say hey I don't like what you did. It didn't go unnoticed. Right, <laughs> right. So and, and it, it's just going to live right there in Ty Gibbs' yeah. mind next week. I want you to Charlotte. know that I know. <laughs> yeah. So you better watch your back, bud, because it could happen anytime. <laughs> but uh, then he also said he didn't have the budget to go down there and, you know, talk to him face to face because it might get worse than just that. So, but good for him for, you know, keeping his composure. Um, that was the excitement of the open race and then the actual all-star race is like we said larson just walks away there wasn't a whole lot i was kind of impressed with ty gibbs because he started in the back and you know a lot of people are saying there wasn't much passing but they were just looking at kyle larson probably but you know nobody was passing larson he's passing everybody else but if you look back through the field the race isn't boring Right. You know, there's a lot going on on that racetrack than just what that leader's doing. So, anytime you think a race is boring, put your eyes somewhere else and, and look look around the track. Well, and cause...
1: that's what I was doing during this race. You know, I was going onto my phone because, like I said, I don't get FS1 at my house. So, I was going onto my phone, and on NASCAR.com, during a race, it'll give you a set number of drivers with in-car cameras. Mm-hmm. And I was going back and watching, you know, I was getting on the camera in Blaney's car, who was in eighth at the time. He I think he finished sixth. Um, Harvick was in 12th. I was getting in his in-car camera watching him. And there was a lot of action going on back there in the, you know, from 8 to 15. There was there was quite a bit of action going on back there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that track is, and that's any track. That's not just wilkes bro, That's any right. track. Anytime you think there's no action going on, you just... Take a look back through the field. You're going to see some action somewhere. So it's never boring. It's never It's never a dull race. Right. I
1: mean, there's so many yeah. times that, that, that the TV camera is on what's going on up front, whoever's leading the race. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear them. And anybody watches the sport, they'll know because the camera will be on the leader. And you'll hear, oh, in turn two. Or,
0: Especially know, if
1: Dale Jr. is doing a commentating. Right. You know. He <laughs> gets all excited. You know. And it's, you know three to five seconds later the camera pans over to somebody sitting in the infield with smoke rolling you know so i mean there's there is a lot more action and that's why you you just can't beat it going and seeing it in person right
0: yeah so it's you know there was there was a few few people that i was a few drivers that i was impressed with such as ty gibbs um Bubba Wallace getting second Bubba Wallace yeah second place you know damn I mean, good showing for, Bo- for Bubba not bad at all and I was really disappointed with Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick I really thought they would have done better than what they did I know I they don't know they've already got th- millions yeah I mean they don't, they don't care
1: <laughs> <but>. <laughs> they just trying not to wreck the boss's car that's right. all they was trying to do
0: and and I did like that 29 on, on uh, that Harvick's awesome. car that was pretty cool yeah. to see I, that's why I was hoping he would really do a lot better than what he did Um, Plus, I had a side bet with Jess. We just pulled a couple numbers out of a hat, and we had just a random bet um, going on with see whose driver could do better. She ended up pulling Chase Briscoe, and I pulled Kevin Harvick, and uh, she kicked my ass.
1: Loser gets anal.
0: Well, no, it wasn't that, (laughs) thankfully. (laughs) Thankfully, we didn't bet that this time, but... uh, (laughs) No, I had to go out and get in the pool when it's, it's still dirty. I'm still trying to clean the pool up, so I had to go out there and get in the pool and, and yeah. do all that. So I had to get dirty, nasty. But, I hear you. So, but it could have been a lot worse for me, I guess. But Yeah. Um, I think that's really all I've got to say about Wilkesboro. It, uh, there is a couple more things we're going to talk about with Wilkesboro, but um, not necessarily the race. So, Why
1: don't you, you go ahead and hit on those?
0: That's that's what I'm going to do. This, uh apparently, and I didn't see it or hear it the night of because, you know, I had worked all day. I, I was watching the, the race, and it got kind of late, and I kind of dozed off once I knew Kyle Larson was, he was going to win it. You know, it was pretty obvious that he was going to win, so I ended up dozing off, but... uh I think I seen the checker flag, and I didn't remember anything after that. But apparently Bubba Wallace had an eventful post-race because he was getting interviewed by, Is it Jamie Little? She uh, she was going to interview him, and he was kind of...
1: Snapping his fire suit? Yeah,
0: he was adjusting right there around his neck, and it's Velcro right there, so it looked like he was undoing the Velcro and then doing it back. And in the process of that, he pulled the Velcro apart, kind of gave the finger to somebody that's behind the camera, and he didn't laugh. He didn't kind of joke around or anything. He didn't really make any face. He just kept straight face the whole time he did it. And then he went back and he he re-Velcroed that. And a lot of people were giving him a hard time or had an opinion, pretty strong opinion, about him giving the bird to whoever it was that he gave the bird to. Now, my opinion on that... Who don't do that? Right. You know, everybody does that. You probably shouldn't do it on national TV.
1: Well, you know, you but, and I, you and I spoke about this earlier. Yes. Because obviously I wasn't watching it, but you know, for I think everybody just needs to leave Bubba alone over something like that. You know, it's you know this is a good old boy sport, and if you can't jokingly give somebody the finger that's walking by and saying, hey, you know whatever it was. I mean it could know? have been his buddy game. Second, you suck, you know. Yeah. I mean, I would do You're that to you loser. probably, right. you know. We I mean, would, we would, would we would do that to each other. Yes. You know, just in good fun. Right. But, you know, people's blowing something up over Bubba Wallace because it's Bubba Wallace. And I have held no punches about not being a Bubba fan. Mm-hmm. But that goes more into PR issues with me. Yeah. You know, it's it's not motivated by race, it's not motivated by Skill, nothing like that. I've just got some issues that I personally didn't like. Now, how, how many years did Stone Cold Steve Austin give the middle finger on national TV? I'm pretty sure he never gave just one. <laughs> right, exactly. So, I mean, you know, it's all in good fun. And if one of your buddies can't walk by and make a smart-ass comment and you give them the bird, then go watch another sport. Right. You know, leave leave bubba alone or something like this. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I didn't see a problem with him giving the finger to
0: somebody. And I think it was kind of obvious that he didn't do it in a pissed off manner. You know, right. just the look on his face. It was just a quick and then he's right there to the interview. Now, I will say well, let me go ahead and get to the other part before I get to that. Apparently, after the race, and I had just heard this yesterday, that apparently his radio got hacked into. And how much of this is legit, I don't know. I'm just, but I did hear at least two uh, comments that were said on Bubba Wallace's radio. You know, two
1: different voices. Yes,
0: two different voices and the first one i heard said something about um, you suck go back where you came from and then the second one said something to the to the fact of you're not wanted in nascar you know that's some that's pretty close to what they said i don't know if that's quote you know exactly what they said but that is 99% what it was so first off where did bubba come from what's he, where is he from virginia is he from that area? So go back to where you came from. I don't I don't get that. That's just stupid. Well, that's in my mind. just
1: ignorant people. Yes. In, you know, and
0: ignorance does not win. No, absolutely not. It will not. not.
1: It, it will not. And you 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 hit the nail right on the head with that. You know, here being true NASCAR fans like Chad and myself are we want the 35 or 38 or 40 best drivers in the world out there. Mhm entertaining us on the sport that we love it doesn't matter that Bubba Wallace is African American or interracial or anything like that it whatever he it is he don't know, matter right you know there is nobody out there that's 100% white there's nobody out there that's 100% black or Japanese or Chinese or any of that right. you know these are all talented drivers if Bubba wasn't supposed to be out there Leave it up to his bosses to say you're not cutting it,
0: right? You know, I mean, and we're they did that on. to Cole
1: Custer, right? You know, and it it has nothing to do with race. Mm-hmm. As you know, I mean, if he wasn't meant to be out there, if his if his owners and his team didn't have faith in him, he wouldn't be out there. So let them do their job, and if you've got comments like that, stick them up your ass.
0: Yeah, because it's and something like that is tough because you can't. I don't think there's a way to catch that. Um, I don't see how... I'm not very tech savvy, so I don't know how easy it is to hack into one of them radios, but uh, maybe NASCAR... It's a public frequency, so I don't know how locked it is during the race. Um, But this happened after the race, after Bubba had already taken his radio and his helmet off, so he he didn't hear them as they happened. I'm sure he's probably heard them, Heard that it happened afterwards, and, and hence right. played it for him, but um, it's just, it's unnecessary, and it's that's the kind of stuff that gives NASCAR fans a bad name, because they already have this stereotype, I say they, we, we're NASCAR fans too, all NASCAR fans have this stereotype from someone on the outside looking in, that we're just a bunch of beer drinking rednecks, and we're all
1: white racist, deer hunter racist yeah.
0: southern white people and that's just not the case no. you know um times have changed yep. and that's not how it is
1: so you know they they took away the uh confederate flag being flown being flown at tracks and not allowing people in with them and stuff like that and you know I have I'm mixed, gonna say a lot, I have mixed feelings well, on that. Well, my, my thing with that is if and it's NASCAR's choice. Right. You know, so I stand behind them on their choice. Because mm-hmm. it it creates conflict because of so much ignorance out there. Yeah. You've got so many ignorant people that think that think the Confederate flag stands for racism. Racism. I don't like black people mm-hmm. or you know, whatever you know and that's not even close to what the Confederate flag stood for that's not what i see when i see it right absolutely not and ignorance has canceled so much culture mm-hmm. and I, I stand behind nascar on them dropping the flag from their races just because of the conflict that it created yeah. and it's not about racism but that's why people were that's why some people were flying it, you know, to, like they were proud of being well, racist. Well, some and, people were flying it because
0: to them it means racism. Some people were flying it just because it's, it's a it's a symbol of the South. And people that The old time people, not necessarily, and I'm not talking about people that were around during slavery because there's no one around that was alive today that owned slaves or was a slave. Right. So it doesn't, in my mind, of course, I'm not from the South, but um, it's just a Southern pride thing, you know? And when I see that flag, it that means to General Lee, you know. On the Dukes of Hazard, yeah, to absolutely. me, that's what I see when I see that you know, flag. It has nothing to do with I racism. See it, I
1: hear that Dixie horn.
0: Exactly. You know? you know, I'm I'm seeing a car jump over a ramp and and over a train. Yeah. So, it like you said, it has a lot of different meanings to a lot of different people.
1: Well, it's only got one meeting, period. The right. Confederate flag does. Period. Yes. You look up on a real, <laughs> however you want to look it up what the true meaning of a Confederate flag is, it is not racism. Right. And when you have ignorant people flying it for the purpose of racism, they need to be smacked in the head. hmm You know? Because that's not what it's about. And I know this whole conversation got, you know, ramped yeah. up over Bubba Wallace. But, you know, Bubba, Bubba is a talented driver. hmm But... NASCAR as a whole is a business. Yes. And no owner gets into NASCAR to lose money. So you everybody that you know thinks like that, believes like that, you just need to sit back and chill the hell out for a little bit because these owners aren't going to put somebody in their seat to go out there and lose money every week.
0: Right. And if you and if you like what you said, if you think that, you need to ask some people that know exactly what they're talking about and they'll give you a perspective and that will change your mind yeah guarantee it
1: if it don't go watch another sport
0: yeah yeah and so to get back to that those comments were stupid they were unnecessary and whoever did that is just showing their ignorance
1: but they Uh, got the they got the talent and the and the knowledge to hack into a right. NASCAR and that, and that radio. But I don't understand this. But they're, but they're too damn stupid to understand that it's not a... It, it's not mean, a racial but, thing. It's not racial. Yeah. You know? And you know what? I mean, Bubba's got a few wins under his belt. I've said it as long as I can remember. You know? I, when Bubba came into the Cup Series, I wasn't opposed to it. You know? Right. Because I'm not racial. Mm-hmm. But... If he wasn't supposed to be there, he wouldn't be there. There's been some things that have happened in the past that I'm not a fan of. But it's not... My perspective isn't based off racial reasons. Yeah. You know, so... I
0: think Bubba needs to quit worrying about what other people think. I think he is so far in his own head right now that... It is affecting how he does on the racetrack. He's letting stupid things, like what we were just talking about, get to him. Um, Now, I don't know if that's a fact, because I don't talk to Bubba, but um, I do believe that he is just letting those things weigh him down, and he needs to let them go. Because I guarantee, if he can let those go and just be him, and just drive that car, because he's got a damn fast car almost every week, He's, I mean, there's six Toyotas out there, and he's probably one of the fastest ones.
1: But, you know, on top of it, you know, the old saying, shut up and drive. Yep. Now, I'm not telling Bubba to shut up, but if he, you know, it would be hard to, you know, we've been to races, and when they do the driver introductions and stuff like that, you know, when Bubba, when they do announce Bubba, and he comes down the ramp and waving at the crowd and stuff. There's a lot of people booing. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not a racial thing because he didn't get nearly as many boos as Kyle Bush exactly. did. Exactly. <laughs> now, <laughs> Kyle is about as white as you can be, you <laughs> right? know. And, but, but you know, I mean, I'm not going to say it wasn't a racial thing because there probably is a lot of ignorance in them crowds. Yeah. And, and stuff like that, but. You know, he also took swings at the most popular driver in NASCAR, Kyle right. Larson. So you made a lot of enemies like that. Um, you've had a few tantrums. You've made some enemies like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's if, you, if, if Bubba would just ignore the booze and go out there and shut up and drive... And show, show the NASCAR world what he can do if he can just let that, like I said, I mean, it may be an age thing, a maturity thing, but maybe if he can just let that roll off his shoulders and go out there and perform the best he can and forget all that BS, he would gain some popularity because, yeah. I mean, you, know, you and I have been to numerous races and we've seen black people there we've seen Asian people there we've seen white people there and that's what we want the
0: diversity is growing
1: right and that's a good thing absolutely we see I mean there's a lot of women there you Mm -hmm. know and that was great Danica was great for the sport for that because you know there were a lot of wives that wanted that girl to cheer for yeah and maybe maybe we'll see Haley digging come up and get them back you know well I, I, I would
0: I would like to see that she, uh, I think she has a lot to prove behind the wheel, but I, I would really like to see her get an Xfinity ride just to see, just because I've heard that these trucks handle so much differently than the cars do. So I would like to see what she could do behind an Xfinity wheel.
1: I would too. But,
0: uh, yeah, I'm a, i am I watch her YouTube channel quite a bit. I'm,
1: I'm, uh, I'm a I Hailey think Deegan I've subscribed
0: fan. to, to that. So yeah, uh, yeah I'm a Haley Deegan fan too. I
1: mean, it's, it's not, I mean, she's a beautiful young woman. There ain't no doubt, but you know, it's uh she's talented as well. You know, and I would like to see her perform at the cup level. Yeah. You know, get out there with these guys and you know, I, I give my I give my old lady a lot of hell, you know, like you know, men being better drivers than women and stuff like that. You know, right. I mean it's just a normal It's joking around, right? right. You, you know give but, her a jab. But I would love for her to start coming to the races and cheering for this young lady. Yeah. You know, to you know, I would cheer for her. You know, I want to see, I want to see. I would love to see her do good. Right. I would love to see her do good. Yeah. The new calendar wouldn't be bad either. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I mean, come on, Cup Series. I mean, you want to sell some calendars. Come on, Tony. Hey, Tony. She's a Ford driver.
0: You know, you might be needing a couple of them here pretty soon. Um, Because I'm pretty sure Tony, he's the one that signed Danica, didn't he? Yep. He's not a a dumb guy. No. Tony knows what he's doing business-wise. Yep. He knows what sells. Yeah, But back to Bubba, I'm going to say if Bubba would just take the Ric Flair perspective and just embrace it. If they're booing you, just embrace it. Embrace being the bad guy. If that's what people want to make you out to be, just embrace it. And then when you put that helmet on.
1: Put them alligators on.
0: Exactly. <laughs> just when you put that helmet on, you say, watch this. You hated me now. Really gonna Wait hey, till after me. I win, you know. <laughs> then you're really gonna hate me. Give you reason to boo me. So he just needs to get out of his own head, let that stuff go, and I guarantee better results are on the horizon if he can do that. So because he's got the talent, he's got the car, he's got the equipment, got the team, he's got he's got a damn good crew chief, yep. you know, and he's he's got some pit crew guys that are not screwing him over every week in the pits, you know. So I think that is the only thing holding Bubba back right now is. In his own head, yeah, yeah, himself. So let that go, Bubba, and you'll get some you'll get some wins. Guarantee it. Yep. Um. So we're mid season now. What do you think about mid season? What it, from what we've seen so far up to this point, and what we might be looking at coming up? What are your thoughts? Some of the what? Are, who are some of the people? Some of the drivers that are surprising you? Do you have any that are surprising?
1: I'm surprised by William Byron. You know, I I am, but I'm not. I mean, the the young man's talented. Mm-hmm. He's got a great team, and Rick and Jeff know what they're doing when they look at young talent. So, I mean, but for anybody this season to have three wins, and it be William Byron, that's impressive to me. Yeah, he's you don't hear a lot out of him. Mm-hmm. He uh, keeps to himself. He lets his drive and do the talking. He shuts uh, up and drive. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds Sounds like a wise man right there, doesn't uh-huh. he? So, uh, you know, he surprised me. Uh, but also, I mean, Ross Chastain and Daniel Suarez have surprised me because last year they were dominating, you know, and not so much Daniel with wins last year, but Daniel had a lot of top fives and top tens. Ross was, I think, at this point, had maybe even earlier, had three wins already, and you know, they're, they're losing ground. Yeah. And um, But what surprises me more than anything is not only how far Ford has fell back, but how much ground Chevy has gained. So it's like Chevy's really done their work, done their homework in the off season and figured some things out. But you got drivers out there like Chase Briscoe and Joe Lugano and Ryan Blaney, Kevin Harvick, in his retirement year, not pulling wins yet. Yeah. And that's surprising to me.
0: Yeah, I think everything that you just touched on is, is some of the things that I was going to say. Byron having three wins. If you'd have told me at the start of the year there's going to be one driver with three wins at the All-Star Race, I would not have... I would not have said uh, it would be Byron. I would have thought it would have been Chase Elliott, um, Kyle Larson. Well, and Larson has three, but only two of them count. So, but Chevy with eight, Toyota with... And those eight, you got three drivers there that have five of those wins. Wait a minute. Am I saying that right? Three drivers with seven of those wins. Right. Byron with three, Larson with two, and Kyle Busch with two. And then Recky Spinhouse has one. Toyota, they have four wins, but they've kind of spread them all out. You got six Toyota drivers; four of them all have one win, and then you got Ford. Joey Logano, he's only the only Ford with a win, and that's
1: kind of surprising to me. Right. I mean. It's very surprising. Yes, because they they were dominating last year. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, mean, I don't know if they just thought, "Well, we've got this figured out. Let's chill. We don't need to." Push so hard on the homework we don't need to figure this thing. you know we've got it locked in well if that's the case and i don't know chevy surpassed them on their homework over the off season yeah you know, so yeah chevy
0: has uh they're definitely making some moves there as far as the you know doing their homework and and just getting in there the and grinding during the off season to figure some things out, finding out some things that are apparently helping out on the track. So Ford has a lot of homework to do. Toyotas just about middle of the road. I feel um, they're fast. Them Toyotas are fast. They're just not able to get around that Chevy at the end of the race. But um, I'm okay with that. I'm
1: okay with that. So. Um, I wish Dodge would get their balls back and get back in NASCAR. Yeah. You know, and have four manufacturers.
0: Do you I, remember back in the day when you used to have Buick and Pontiac and all, Oldsmobile mm-hmm. were all out there?
1: Yeah. Believe it or not, back in fifty nine I think it was, um, Jaguar was in NASCAR.
0: Really? Yep. Yeah. I did not know that.
1: Yep. Yeah. That was one of the first foreign hmm. it's fifty nine or sixty. A Jaguar. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's pretty. Cool and that's to think what I'm right. I mean that it, you know you don't have to be American made to be in the sport. You know, and the more manufacturers that we get in there, the better to me. I think so know? too. I would like to see about five or six different ones. Right, and I loved it when Dodge was in there. I wish you know Dodge would come back and say we've got something now. You know because I mean they produced the Challenger and the Charger. You know I mean a lot of these cars are cop cars, and. Yeah. Let's see what your car can really do, Dodge. Mm-hmm. Get your balls back, <laughs> get back in the sport, and see if you can pony up with these Chevys and Toyotas and Fords. I think they, if Dodge was
0: to get back right now, or let's say, let's say they started at the beginning of this season, I think they would have more wins than Toyota and Ford. I think, I think they would have taken a couple from Chevy. So I, let's say that would knock Chevy down to. Let's say five. I would give Dodge three. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go Chevy six, Dodge three, knock Toyota down to a couple and Ford with a couple. But we never know if they're not going to get in there. Right. You know, so they need to. But I mean, uh, I'd
1: be, you know, just me being a huge manufacturer in the united states i'd be embarrassed that i wasn't in nascar you know what i'm saying right it's like i mean this is the big boy sport you know what i'm saying so it's like you don't have to get into everything but get in the cup series Mm -hmm. and show your stones you know what i'm saying so it's like you know i mean you got chevy camaros ford mustangs out there let's see what you got dodge you know
0: yeah I agree with that I think um Ford only having one is just that's just unnecessary yeah. I mean you've got too many Ford too many good Ford drivers
1: You've got a lot of talent on the Ford side
0: you got a lot of talent
1: and not 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 young either and I mean you got Keslowski you got Harvick, you got Logano with only win uh, Blaney who is way ahead of his time Mm briscoe you know i mean it's it's not a well i mean you got harrison burton in the ford the wood brothers ford you know i've he's really been a big letdown to me you know i figured being the family he come from and the upbringing he had and i'm not talking about being raised i'm talking about he was he's been racing since he was a young young man yeah and
0: well, maybe it's Ford that's slowing him down right, right now. It, I mean, and it, you know.
1: could, it could be. I'm not putting this on any driver because yeah. if it wasn't Ford, why is RFK, Roush, Fenway, Kozlowski? They're, they're suffering. Uh, Penske's suffering. Wood Brothers is suffering. Stuart, Stuart Haas is suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sitting here with a Stuart Haas shirt on why we do this podcast. And it hurts me to say that that they are suffering and so i know it's not a tony stewart issue because it's all ford manufacturing teams you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying there's something going on here i don't think it's a driver issue because if they had good equipment and it was a driver issue i think
0: it, a, i think <laughs> a wise man once said it's just shitty parts
1: right yeah you can't drive a slow car fast right you know kevin harvick yep quote quote the great one right there mm-hmm can't drive a slow car fast and you know i mean it's not it cannot be a team related issue it's a manufacturer issue because we know it's hard to pass in these cars it don't matter if you're in a ford toyota or chevy it's hard to pass out there yeah but chevy's making it look a lot fucking easier than toyota and ford are yeah they are making it look pretty
0: easy and that's that's kind of along them lines i was thinking Chase Elliott without a win—that's that's crazy. Well, I mean, and I know it has it has something to do with the snowboarding. <laughs> you know, he likes to go snowboarding, but he needs to put that mustache back on, put some Hooters back on that car, and go put it in victory circle. You know, winter circle. But um, it's surprising that he don't have a win.
1: Well, wait till the road course. I th-
0: I think he's gonna <laughs> I think he's gonna end up with a couple by the time the season's over with. But um, I just that surprises me that he don't have one um something else track house like you said track house not having a win surprises me and i know suarez he was running there at the start of the season he had quite a few top fives top tens but he's kind of he's just kind of fallen off of it so far um i really like the way that car looked at the all-star race that black with the the chrome letters has a good look i like that they need to bring that back but um Chastain Chastain's just beating himself. If he would quit he's kind of another one. I don't think he's, he's right there. I don't think he's in his own head as much as Bubba is. But if he would quit worrying about payback and either worrying about him paying somebody else back or somebody paying him back and just go race the car, I think he would have had a win or two by now. You know, he might have won that Darlington race.
1: Right. But if you if you if you go out there and you, you set your own reputation you, you know, you, you, you're a driver, you know, you, you go out there week in and week out, you you create your own reputation. That's one thing money can't buy is a reputation. So it don't matter if you're on a small town, Brownstown dirt track, or if you're in go-karts, or if you're in sprint cars, or if you're in late models, or if you're on the NASCAR circuit, you can't buy a reputation. No nope. matter how much money you got, you cannot buy a reputation. So when these guys, any driver in any racing sport goes out there and you create your own reputation. So if you go out there and race clean and race the best you can, you're going to have more success in the long run. I mean, that's just common sense. So I'm and not going to
0: help you out at the end of the year if you're in one of them final four spots.
1: Right. And I'm, I'm not saying don't go out there and bump and run on the last lap of a race. I'm not saying that, but when you do it on lap 65 or 66 during a race, you're, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. You right. know, and we've talked about that in the past on yeah. previous episodes, but it's, uh, you know, we got Charlotte coming up to Coke 600, the, the biggest race of the year yeah you know as far as the longest 600 right. miles and the same day as the indy 500 yeah now, it's a great day for it's a racing. Good day
0: that's what i was going to say it's a great day for racing um
1: i enjoy it i love the coke 600 it's a yeah. night race i mean it's memorial day weekend every year you know mm-hmm. um i love to you know every so often once once every decade or so there's a driver that's going to get the balls enough to do the double you know it's. We've talked about too in the past is Smoke and Kurt Busch. A few of these guys have done it. But it takes a it takes a special talent to do this 1,100 miles in one day. When right. you do the Indy 500 and then jump in a copter and go to the Coke 600 and basically don't even take your racing suit off. You just <laughs> get out of the helicopter and run <laughs> to your car, you know. And you might
0: have time to pee real quick, and
1: that's maybe, about it. <laughs> maybe. But, uh. Yeah, the the Charlotte race, the Coke 600 is fantastic, yeah. and you know I can go ahead and say this now because it don't this won't be posted until Thursday night, but I took my boy, I took my boy for this race, Chase Briscoe, the hometown man. I'm um, I'm putting a lot of faith in Ford right now.
0: This is a Chevy track.
1: Yeah. You know, well, it's every track's a Chevy tracker right now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was going to throw that in there at some point, but you beat me to it. So you know, this is this is not a this is not track faith. This is not manufacturer faith. This is hometown faith right here. Yeah, and yeah. one thing I'm really
0: looking forward to in this Coke 600, Jimmy Johnson's going to be driving it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, Jimmy Johnson, number 84. Yep, number 84, seven time. Um. He's been known to do pretty good at this track. And I don't I,
1: think he's got the stamina for it.
0: You question a man's stamina? Absolutely. He is older, but you know I mean, they make pills for that now.
1: Yep, you can get them at any but, gas uh, station. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't need them. I was
0: I was gonna say. I'll oh, wait till you get older. You're, you'll have time. You'll have moments. You know. Well, um.
1: you know, my trick is we just think of something off, you know. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I resort to the Golden Girls or something like that, you know. Which one? All of them. All of them? Yeah.
0: You're not just partial to Betty White?
1: Nope. I, I'm a Blanche guy myself, but no, was,
0: that's, yeah. you got to
1: cut her out of the picture. You know, you throw... You throw uh, Dorothy. Rose, Dorothy, and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Sophia. Sophia. Yeah. yeah. You throw them in there like they're standing in the room looking at you. <laughs> and you'll last a minute. You know what I'm saying? That's true. You, you got to be break... careful. You got to be careful, though, because there's a fine line. If Blanche walks in, you cut that minute in half. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I've,
0: I've never used that, uh, I've never tried that. Approach. Yeah. The Golden Girls approach. Well, I'm sure I'll probably use it at some point, but. Uh.
1: I won't live to the age <laughs> where it'll hurt me, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. So,
0: anyway, back to Charlotte. <laughs> I'm picking, I haven't sent you my pick yet. It's only Wednesday, but I'm going to go ahead and lock it in right now.
1: You'll still have to text it to me, so I'll i Yeah, I will.
0: I'll still text it to you. I'll, matter of fact, I'll go ahead and do that right now. I was, initially, all year long, and this is probably going to bite me in the ass, because it usually does. My gut instinct was to take Jimmy Johnson. For two reasons. Because he's pretty good at this track. Last time I picked him... He kind of screwed me, kind of didn't. He ended up finishing second, but he got disqualified, finished like 38th or whatever. Yep, Pissed me that. off. Oh, yeah. But you look through the results of Charlotte Motor Speedway, which used to be sponsored by Lowe's. So was Jimmy Johnson. It just it was just a perfect match, and he always ended up winning or right there in the top five. So he's just got something figured out about this track. And all year long, I've been thinking, I'm just going to take Jimmy Johnson at Charlotte. Plus, for fantasy reasons, that will be a decent pick. I'm I'm yeah. expecting a decent to good pick. And it will save a good driver for later. You know, it will save a good pick for later. Yeah,
1: because Jimmy's not racing many races this year. So if you burn an 84, it's not going to affect you that much down the road. Right. Could be a good pick, too. Right. You know? and It uh, won't be, but yeah, you're right.
0: But I ended up not doing that. And... I am gonna take I'm trying to text and talk at the same time. It's not really working out for me. I'm gonna take the eight of Kyle Bush.
1: That's a good pick. That's a solid pick.
0: Yes, I'm I'm hoping so. Yeah. Now you know, going against my gut has not been working out for me very well. Anytime I go against my gut, it just it, it ends up biting me. So I'm hoping that this one don't.
1: And I don't know if I touched on it when I said I'm going with a hometown boy or not, but I'm doing the same thing. I'm going with Chase Briscoe. He's one of my boys. You know, he's a Stewart Haas guy. He's he's a local local man right here to Southern Indiana. Mm -hmm. Uh, A big fan of his. So I'm 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 taking my gut over everything that statistics are showing me as far as Ford being good this year. You know, and how's his finger doing? I don't know, but if I see him before the race, I'm gonna break it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just because he, he seemed to be doing better. But you, you break know, one,
0: he's gonna get. But top I tell five. you if what, break he, two, he might win.
1: But I tell you what, at the All Star race, he got fourth. You know, and you know that's. I mean, it. Yeah, it's the All Star race, but I feel like uh, Chase is. He's not happy with his. Performance this year. And I'm not and I'm not putting that on his driving ability. Well, I think that's all the four drivers. Uh, right. Yeah. So I'm putting this more on a manufacturer's shoulders. But I think this six hundred mile race is gonna be a young man's wheelhouse. And on top taking of taking the stamina route, huh? Yeah. Okay. And on top of the stamina you, th- you throw in talent. So I think you're Chase Elliott's, you're Ryan Blaney's, maybe, maybe Logano, maybe. And then you're Chase Briscoe, you know. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see some like Busher running up front, you know. Yeah. And, and maybe not three quarters of the race. But I think when the checker flag flies, Chase Briscoe's going to be right there.
0: He could, he very well could be. I mean, he's he's been right there quite a few times this year. He just hasn't been able to to close the deal.
1: Right. Um. And Kyle Larson can run away with this thing. He he's could. he's a young man. You know, he might take. He might only race three nights during the week this week, instead of five. You know, but. Just because he's going to get his sleep in for this 600-mile race. Right. You know, but, I mean, it's this is a very doable race for Kyle Larson and William Byron and Chase Elliott. I mean, Hendricks is dominating, yeah. you know, and it'd be very easy, even Josh Berry, to well, walk away with one of these races. To touch on that,
0: I was just looking at NASCAR.com, and... Alex Bowman has been cleared to race this year or this weekend at the Coke 600. So we won't be seeing Josh Berry in that 48 car.
1: But if I, if I, and that's great, uh, you know, big, big round of applause for yeah. Alex Bowman. But I think if I was Rick Hendricks, I'd tell Bowman, hey, we're going to let you get a little extra rest. Yeah. And I'd put Josh Berry in that car. He's been doing
0: really good. Yeah. I think, uh, if the rumors are true, I think Stuart Haas is getting a pretty good driver next next year to uh, probably wheel either that 14 or that 4 car. The 41?
1: No. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. No, not no. the I 14. Think he, I think
0: he's either going to be taking either... He's,
1: not, he's taking Almirola. Hold on here. Know?
0: He's ta- He could either be sitting in Kevin Harvick's seat... Or that. maybe they might move Briscoe to Harvick's seat and then put Barry
1: in Briscoe's seat. No, that'd be pretty sweet because I got a lot of number four shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and right? I'm, a, I'm a Harvick, Briscoe, Blaney kind of guy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, you know, I I trust in Tony. You know, yeah, yeah I think my life's. I'm, I'm even sure he's. And, and I mean, he made trust. a smart
0: move getting putting Cole Custer back in the Xfinity series and getting Ryan Priest up there. I think that's. I mean, Priest doesn't have. The wins but he's
1: he's showing himself pretty pretty early in the season right
0: he's doing a pretty good job so far doing so, better uh,
1: coaster was yeah yeah <laughs> i call but, him <laughs> coaster because he was coasting I, for fucking years you know i've never heard anybody call him coaster but that's yeah. that fits pretty good
0: <laughs> um you mentioned blaney just a second ago do you think blaney's gonna get a win this year i do i think he will it's just a matter of when
1: and you where know. I think you I think need to grow that mullet and Fu Manchu back out and show the boys what he's made of. Can you imagine
0: a racetrack with a Ryan Blaney mullet Fu Manchu and a Chase Elliott porn stash?
1: Right. gonna well, be pretty cool. That's going to be your top <laughs>
0: two finishers right there. They're going to be duking it out for you, it.
1: You tell us where it's going to happen at, we'll be there. Yeah, exactly. You that's a see, race we'll right, see. You'll see the rod in the wall booth set up. Guarantee it. <laughs> um, what about Ross Chastain? Is he going to win one?
0: I don't I mean know. I'm I'm just trying to, you know I don't I
1: don't put it past him just because he was so impressive last year but and I'm not sure what's going on with him. Well this you year. done
0: you done made Rick Hendrick mad. You right. know. We we talked about this last week. Made Rick Hendrick mad. He's gotta settle down. I mean if he has to change his driving style, he may not win one.
1: Well and just like you touched on last week, I think there's more going on behind the scenes at Trackhouse than what the public knows, you know, as far as Justin Marks telling his boys go out there take no enemies you do you do you Mm -hmm. you know don't worry about nothing else and then him backing off and kind of stepping in his own shit you know so i mean there may be some in house things going on that he's working through it wouldn't surprise me one bit to see ross get a win this year and but i'll tell you what i think if he does it'll be on the road course i think so too and you know after Charlotte, after the Coke six hundred, we go to World Worldwide Tech and we're better to win worldwide when one of your owners is Mr Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide, yeah, that, that uh, I mean that's good. Yeah, that's that's some fitting. big shoes to fill you. If you I mean, if Mr Worldwide owns your team and you don't go win the worldwide race. Yeah. I mean, I'd fire you. Right. You know? I mean <laughs> I think and I think that's that's really what I'm going to be
0: watching for for the rest of the season to see if see if some of these drivers that have the talent and and some of them that we thought would have already won by this point like a Blaney, Chastain, Elliott they're winless. Let's see if they win one. I well, think Elliott's going to be the first one to do so. And then I Probably Rawson and Blaney.
1: I think what this year is going to put more of a spotlight on is which one of these guys in a Ford car, because Ford is sucking high and tit right now with mm-hmm. one win for the whole year. And let's see which talented driver can put a Ford in victory lane, because it's going to take a damn good will man to get a Ford there. Who's going to be the next Ford to win? Right. Who is do, what I'm looking at. Chase Briscoe is going to be the next think, Ford. You think this weekend? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I think a Ford to win the Coke 600. That's a bold prediction. You've been... you've been Three for three. You've been... Yeah.
0: You've been making them, coming true on them.
1: So. And I'm not... I hope it's Briscoe, but it wouldn't surprise me a bit if it ain't Blaney or Busher or Brad or...
0: I think it's going to be a Hendrick car.
1: I don't. I just have a feeling... They've got all the... And I, I
0: I took an RCR car,
1: but... <laughs> right. It wouldn't surprise me a bit to see a Chevrolet win. But, I mean, hell, Eric Jones could pull this thing out, you know? So... Did Hunter take him? No. He okay. ain't turned in a pick yet. Okay. Well... I'm hope, I'm hoping to see something different out of Hunter.
0: What are you hoping to see?
1: I'm hoping to see him get a big 38. <laughs> <laughs> That would be nice. But, you know, I mean that, those front numbers right there are so close. And and no, I I don't wanna see Hunter get a thirty eight but you know, I, I mean he he's been man, this boy's been riding on top of the rainbow for a while now. And you know, I I remember last season Hunter coming to me and being like, Dude, my driver got a nineteen, nineteenth place. What am I gonna do? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? I mean I've <laughs> I got a thirty six. You know, yeah, what are I you think there was about? <laughs> there was a couple of times last year I, I racked up a hundred points in three races, and that's. Phew, <laughs> but you know, you know I, I want to see I want to see everybody in this league do good. Um, well, yeah.
0: Well, let's just go ahead and start
1: talking about I, the league, and right? Maybe. But I I think I think it'll be I think Ford's gonna Ford's gonna su- surprise everybody this week, and when I when I put a lot of faith into something. It seems to happen pretty well, except for the lottery. You been you've been playing that? Oh, I've been playing it for years but Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well I didn't know if you made one of your bold predictions. No, not on the lottery. Come true yet and just didn't tell me about it. No. I bought a five dollar ticket the other day and won ten dollars on it. That's better and, than I did. And I thought, boy, I'm will tell you what, I'm gonna go give me a ten dollar scratcher now. Mhm. And I scratched that thing off and it said, You owe me twenty bucks <laughs> 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 son of a bitch right
0: that's why i don't play i gotta i gotta play to win i don't never play i'm too poor no, to even play I, mean, I
1: figure if i spend however much money a week on my choice of alcoholic beverages right being bushwhite yeah then i could spend a few bucks on powerball and make a million yeah you know well you
0: never know when it's going to come through know. for you
1: i don't i don't need to get rich you know i just want to be okay Right, you know, I want to be just to, need to be comfortable. Yeah, take care of mom and yep. a few others, and everything'll be all right.
0: Yeah, I don't need 150 million; just no. a few.
1: Exactly, yeah.
0: but uh, this fantasy, we 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 talked quite a bit about it last week, and it hasn't changed since there hasn't been a points race. But these points are tight, and I think this week, of course, I don't, I don't know who's made their pick and what they have picked yet but we could see a big shakeup this week just because the points are so close. I mean, I'm riding in 13th place and with one good race I could jump up into you know somewhere between right around 7, 8, 9th place, you know. So it's kind one of a bad, big race.
1: W- one bad race you and could. <laughs> I could drop way back, yes.
0: <laughs> I'm experienced at that. Right. <laughs> I haven't really experienced jumping up six, seven, eight spots in one race. But I would like to. You know, maybe I need to get a hold of Mama Lou and see what her strategy she, is. She hasn't she turned is, in a pick yet. And she's studying I'm kinda, it pretty hard. i kind of
1: eager to see who she goes with.
0: And I was talking to HR yesterday, and he told me he had a cut. He told me. Picked one, but he wasn't sure if he was going to change it. He's already locked it in. Okay. And I was giving him a hard time. I think... Now, he he gives me hints from time to time. He said he hasn't picked this guy yet. Which I told him at the time. I was thinking about Jimmy... And I I went ahead and told him this time. I usually don't do that. Right. I usually keep my cards close to the the vest, right? So I went ahead and I said, I'm going to think out loud this time, Scotty. My gut says Jimmy Johnson but I'm really thinking about Kyle Bush and Brad Kozlowski. He said, what was it he said? He said something about might not be a bad pick or something like that. Uh, I'll just pull it up and read it to you.
1: Yeah, Scotty's our HR, just so you know. If any of you need to contact the show's HR, we yes. can give you that number. <laughs> yeah. He'll set you straight. Mm-hmm.
0: At first, he said he he thought I was considering Bubba, but I told him, "I rest assured, Scotty, I'm not going to pick your driver. Toyota ain't going to win this race. Well, Scotty, I don't know if anybody knows this. I don't know if I've said this in past episodes or not, but Bubba is Scotty's favorite driver.
1: Right, yeah. He's a big I mean, Bubba fan. He,
0: he talks about Bubba all the time. I don't know. And uh, he said he already picked his driver. And I told him I said I, I'm gonna read this to you. I said I'm gonna think out loud this time. I'm considering Johnson. He was my initial gut instinct thought. Then I went with Kyle Bush. Strong possibility there. Now Brad K is creeping into the picture. Those are my pick possibilities. And I said after looking at your picks so far, you could be taking Bush or Brad K too. He said, "Correct, you could be." He said he's really considering Bubba right now, too. So And I knew he right. would be. It's just...
1: I mean, the guy that's got a bath towel with the number 23, I mean...
0: He's got a McDonald's 23X, you know, all that... Oh, I know. You, you know how me. it is. I mean, you've been over to the HR office. He I, think, is, I think
1: he's even got, like, the Big Mac tattoo,
0: you know. He's. Have you seen the cardboard cutout? Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. He keeps it in the window. but he's super proud of it oh i know he is and he should be Mm -hmm. you know if that's his driver that's his driver you know you are the way god made you you know so right (laughs) but uh so i don't know he
0: i'm thinking he might have either picked bush or brad k also i don't know that um but I've, i've locked in my kyle bush so I'm hoping that we didn't pick the same person because we're 13 points apart. So I'd really like to see him pick a Ford driver so maybe I can gain a little bit of ground. Or he might take his Bubba. He
1: might. He's got a lot of faith in that guy.
0: He does. He does. I know every time we talk,
1: Bubba gets brought up. But
0: anyway, Hunter is in second place. I like to see that for a little while. You know, let that kind of... Josh is only three points
1: away from him. Well, I mean, you look at the top, let's look at the top four. There's only 26 points dividing the top four. You know, that's one good race, one bad race. I mean, any anybody could be leading this thing. In the, and what better race to do this at than the Coke 600 where there's always one or two big ones, you know, right. and it's an endurance race. So, I mean, you got a lot of strategy coming into play on how long we're going to run these tires. So... That's t- what's going to decide the t- race. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Tires blow just like that. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, somebody that's out there trying to get every inch out of these tires. I knew a girl like that in high school. I did too. Yeah. Probably the same one. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Burned has, a lot of rubber.
0: Yep. <laughs> As Earl made his pick.
1: Neither him oh, he, nor she,
0: Sonia have made their pick. I, I guarantee you Sonia is making the pick <laughs> this week because they all fell four spots last week or last time. Um, I give Jess a hard time.
1: She's still down there in 21st spot. She's already submitted her pick. Has she? Yep.
0: Earlier today she said she wasn't sure, so I didn't know
1: if she's on my her pick. On my drive here, she submitted her pick. Really?
0: Hmm i tell you, somebody that I'm really watching right now is Jason H. He's...
1: He jumped up five spots?
0: He's jumping up there. He was down there in the bottom. He was down there in, in Paul's territory. But uh, he's up to 16th spot. He's just a few... Uh, one good race away, he's right around top 10. So, I mean, yeah. that's just how close these points are. And that's what I like about this this league. It's simple the rules it's not complicated it's as simple as can be but yet it's at the same time it's so difficult you know because you don't want to burn these drivers out too soon it's an endurance thing it's, it's you going back to the stamina it's a stamina show um, bring in the golden girls yep you got stamina you've got strategy you've got planning you've got all that stuff that goes into this and the rules and everything is just so simple
1: and you know i I brought up you know eric jones can pull this thing off in a chevrolet wouldn't surprise me none to see noah grayson up there yeah he's also on that team you know and driving a chevrolet and he's a young man so i mean 600 miles is going to be easier for somebody like that than it is for somebody like kevin harvick or jimmy johnson you know and and I, I say this not like it's going to be hard for these guys because they've done these veterans have done it for years. You know Kyle Bush, Harvick, Brad, Joey, Jimmy. You know these guys have done this year in and year out. Mm-hmm. So, but where it's going to hurt these young guys is when they do start running longer on old tires. Are they going to know how to keep up? with the veterans that already know how to do that you know because the fewer times you can pit the better your chances are we all know that right so these crew chiefs are going to be pushing these drivers to stay out stay out stay out you know get down to you know shutting your motor off on cautions and You know, I mean, just little things like that. Save
0: fuel and save tires. Right. You know,
1: so, I mean, a lot of things like that are going to weigh on these guys. And Mm -hmm. are the young guns going to be able to keep up with the veterans? And are the veterans' stamina going to be able to keep up with young guns?
0: Yeah. That's a good question. It's going to be something to watch. It's going to be interesting. And to
1: me, Chase Briscoe and Ryan Blaney are right there in that wheelhouse of being knowledgeable, experienced and young enough to pull this off yeah i just thought of a question
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna run this by you real quick before we're done noah gregson got the fan vote this year to get in the all-star
1: race right Yep.
0: he's going to a toyota next year does he still get that fan vote next year if he's in a toyota
1: I don't think he got it off anything more than him confronting Ross Chastain. I don't but, think he got it off how good he's doing this year. I don't think he got it off his haircut. I don't think he got it off <laughs> Chevrolet. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I think it was a strictly a strictly a, he confronted Ross Chastain on his actions, and that's how he got in. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it seems like to me right now, if somebody goes out there and DDTs. Ross Chastain in the infield, they're going to be the fans' choice. You know right. what I mean? For at least a month. Right. You know, yeah. So we'll okay. see.
0: That sounds good. Well, that's about all I've got to talk about. Um, we got 20 minutes for the, the race to start. For the r- dirt race to start. Well, we're getting ready to head that way. But, uh, yeah,
1: next week we'll see what shakes out with Charlotte. We'll talk about that. Look forward to Worldwide. And we know you all can hear the background here. Neither one of us are driving to the race, just so you know. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if there's any cops out there listening or not, but... I'm sure they are. Right. I mean, who's not listening? Well, I mean, they're not fast enough to catch us anyway. Nope. I'm in a Chevy. Yep. (laughs) And I'm a wheel man. That's right. You can put me on a lawnmower. Hell, you can put me on a push lawnmower and I'll run the cops around here. Yeah, well, that's true. So... That's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll be back next week to talk about
0: Charlotte, look ahead worldwide, and talk about this fantasy stuff again. See how that shaked out. We can make a little bit more fun of HR while we can.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Y'all take care and thanks for listening. And And we'll talk to you next week. Keep on keeping on. Right right in the face.